0: Hi, this is Kev Legs Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat, and there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I'm delighted to say I'm now joined on the phone by Galia Volt. Uh, It's been a good few years since we last spoke, so how are you, Galia?
1: I'm doing great, here. Thanks for asking
0: and are uh, you doing? Man? I'm well, I'm bearing up. I'm, I'm 56, so I ache when I stand up, but hey ho. You are uh, were born in Brussels, but now live in New Orleans, don't you? Correct. Yes. But at this moment in time while we are speaking, you are back in Brussels visiting family.
1: Correct. Yeah, I came here um to visit my family and also uh you know, a couple months ago we we wanted to believe that uh, things would be rolling by now, and you know, I'm that kind of person. I'd rather book a tour and cancel it than not doing anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a similar story for well, everybody really. Got albums they were releasing or tours that were planned, and everything's just on hold now. But you've got a new album out now, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I'm. A, I just released my brand new album, One Woman Band, and it's. Uh, It's a brand new album that I did only by myself, playing guitars and drums and singing everything at the same time and tracking live uh, in a studio called the Rural Studios in Memphis with uh, the great Boo Mitchell, uh, who's the son of Willie Mitchell, up there in Memphis.
0: Now, Is this something you've done because of the lockdown, or is it something you had in mind to do for a long time anyway?
1: Well, you know, if the lockdown didn't um, happen, I probably would have done something different. Uh, I, I've been playing solo and uh, for a while, and um, you know that one one person band thing always kept uh, my interest. You know, got my interest, and so when the pandemic started, I, you know, I, I started. So I used to use a tom box and a, a tambourine to play. Um, to play a rhythm on, on my solo performances. And so when the pandemic started, I started practicing on the you know, actual drum set. And uh, I started touring like that, you know, and doing some virtual shows like that uh, in New Orleans. And so I realized that people actually enjoyed it. And uh, I started writing new songs, new material, and uh, I thought they match great, the project. So I, c- I talked with uh, Roof Records, and uh, offered him the idea and he loved it and so we went
0: for it. Yeah. Well you're used to performing solo anyway because you started out busking, didn't you?
1: Right. So you know when that uh uh I started busking uh in the streets of Brussels and uh the first time I traveled in the United States I used to busk also in the big music towns like Nashville, New Orleans, and Memphis, and things like that. And so, yeah, I've always, you know, performed solo uh, in the streets, but also, um, you know, the last couple of years when not touring, um, I performed in solo um, in New Orleans a lot. And, um, and so that set was already familiar to me. You know, I just needed to change... Um, a little tambourine too a beautiful uh, snare and a hi-hat and the, the Stumbugs by a kick drum
0: Going back to the early days back back in Brussels you had a couple of bands back then didn't you? The, the lines, is that right? And, yeah And Voodoo <laughs> so, Casino
1: Right, right So um, I was 18 years old when uh, I used to work in a music store and the, this couple came with an ad they wanted to, uh, you know, to put on a wall over there at the music store like everybody do. And uh, they were looking for a singer, like a ry- rhythm and blues, jump, blues, boogie, rock and roll singer. And they asked me if they could, uh, you know, put that ad somewhere in the store. And I said, no. And they look at me weird and say, Why? I'm like, because you found your singer. I'm going to be a singer. <laughs> so they laughed. You know, I was so young. And and then when I show up there, they couldn't believe I knew all the, the you know, the rock and roll classics um, and rhythm and blues and, you know, from Louis Jordan to Ruth Brown to Elvis Presley and, and Jerry Lewis and all of that. So it started like that. And we had a good run. Um, you know, I really enjoy that. This is, you know, my my crush m- musically, you know, old old-time boogie and rhythm and blues Uh, so I was very very happy to play that kind of music and knowing that you know um, it's not a common thing for people of my age and my generation to listen to that kind of music Mm. and play it so I was very happy to find finally a band that, that I could play that kind of music with and then I started traveling in the United States and writing my own songs and they were a little different uh, from that kind of music since, you know, it was inspired of all the music I could listen to while traveling in the deep, uh, through the deep south with uh, there. So I came back and there's a team of young musicians. I liked um, the Voodoo Casino Band and... Uh, I said, well, what about we start playing my original tunes and we start practicing and release the records in 2016 um, called Have You Seen My Woman? And so that was all before I met Thomas Roof uh, and Roof Records.
0: You say you went over to America and you did a bit of touring there. You went over to sort of soak up the atmosphere and the feel of the music, didn't you?
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's like... I mean, you know, if you listen to blues too, it's all those cities and towns and, you know, places that all those songs talk about. So, you know, I was finally 21 years old and I decided just to go and visit all those cities. You know, well, you can't do anything before 21 in the United States, you know. Yeah. So so that's when I finally, you know, I busked for a year, make some money and went there for three months.
0: Well, you're on record as saying that the first time you went to the USA was like a musical pilgrimage to discover the places of your favorite songs, and the second time things became real
1: right so you know it's it's a uh, yeah, so the first time i uh, you know I travel i met I met a lot of musicians, uh, I met a lot of people. Uh, you know, I would jump on it, every stage I can, you know, that was my challenge just always go and always ask and so I recorded a, a demo in St. Louis um, in 2014 uh, and 15 and then I came back and in 2016 early 2016 I, I did that demo in uh, New Orleans uh, with the, the the Mamas boys and I, when I introduced my project, which was Voodoo Casino, to Thomas Roof, he asked me to listen to something else, and it was Let the Demons Out, uh, and all that demo I made with the uh, the Mama's Boys. So you know, he sent me back and asked me to to make a record with them. So it was still like you know, I was all the stories were um, uh, inspired from my travels, and then after that, I decided to go and and just live where my band lives, so in New Orleans, and and stay there and tour there and tour here in Europe and so I was then not visiting I was living it you know mm. and so that's when Mississippi uh, blend was born is you know through you know I wasn't visiting no more it, you know I, I go hang in Mississippi all the time it's only a couple hours from New Orleans so everybody I met uh, through my journey um and I wanted to have on my record. I just reached out to, and and you know we did that record that I'm I'm very uh, happy with. Uh, so that was Mississippi blend. So you know it's now think about it like you know if seven years ago I was um, traveling and visiting, I'm now living there, and you know crossing Mississippi has become just you know common thing for me.
0: Coming back to your new album, you say you recorded it in a very basic way. Was that sort of inspired by? The old blues music that you loved when you were busking back in those days, because they used to just have a microphone in the middle of the studio and just everybody recording to that, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I've always, you know, go for like raw and authentic feel uh, when recording, which means you know I'm not very thrilled about overdubs and over mic and everything and having everything clean. So. It always, you know, like I uh, like a lot of bleedings, and that that would happen all the time. You know, when uh, at, at the time you just have one microphone there, everybody plays into that microphone, so it's all in in once. Um, well, here, you know, we we um, tracked everything live in a sense, so there is no, uh, you know, at the time the tapes were, were expensive, and so you, you could not just like do many takes or, 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 or redo. So it's based on that thing where. You know, I'm playing live. I know my songs, and you know, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be to to play with a lot of feel and you know uh, authenticity. And so we uh, we tracked uh, live every every song of the album, uh, aside from one. And then I play, so I play drums, uh, guitars, and sang at the same time. And uh, Boo, Boo Mitchell was recording. You know, and it's, it's like, oh, great take. Oh, we'll do it again. You know, yeah. but it's not like cutting and trying to fix something and that kind of stuff. Never. And then we had, um, uh, two guests on the album. So, you know, like it is a one woman band, but bringing some variety in the album is a good thing. And so one song, uh, there's two songs. I invited my uh, bass player, Dean Zuccaro to uh, lay down some tracks. Um, and then I invited Monster Mike Welch uh, with whom I, I enjoyed uh, collaborating through virtual projects recently. And, you know, we're thinking of uh, doing more uh, of that in the future. So uh, he was uh, happy to be on the record. So I invited him to uh, join me on two tracks too. And, uh, and you know, it's just uh, bringing a little cherry on the cake. Yeah. And uh, so I wrote all the songs th- th- this year uh, through the pandemic. I went for... Um, a train trip in, uh, in the United States across uh, 18 different states and all the cities in, in there. So um, you know, after five months being stuck at home and not being able to see a lot of people, I just said, "Well, if I'm going to be by like myself." I rather be moving, so I took a, a a train pass to go on on a travel for a month, and I uh, cru- uh, 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 cruised through the the oldest uh, roads in USA. You know, the train tracks mm-hmm. are there for like hundred, you know, uh, I mean a hundred years. At least, and uh, and so it was beautiful. You see beautiful landscapes, and so I was riding in the trains and in the cities I was visiting. And you know, it could be next to the ocean, could be in the desert somewhere, it could be uh, in the mountains of Colorado, Utah, watching uh, the the wild horses on a train. You know the city lights of Chicago, and so I wrote this whole this whole album on the trip, and I came back to New Orleans where I started practicing those melodies and and uh, lyrics I had on the gro- the groove of the you know, uh, and some grooves I, I found. Uh, well, practiced them, and and then you know I had the songs and practiced the song on the way till November until we we got into into the studio.
0: And, and like you say, you when you're on the train you see a different side of the country. Right. People's back gardens with the cars rotting away and all that kind of stuff.
1: Right, exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, right, coming back to this. So you've got um, a couple of guest artists on this album. Were there more planned but couldn't make it because of the pandemic?
1: Yeah, we uh, last year we worked with uh, Cedric Burnside, Cody Dickinson, Lightning Malcolm, and Watermelon Slim and uh, it was a blast, you know, but definitely another lifetime, you know, it was yeah. something else, and um, you know, I, I just, there's something I've been digging, there's so many good musicians out there, and you know, friends, uh, that it's so nice to collaborate with, and you know, there's so many, you can't release an album every month, you know, with the mm. different people, and different friends, so, you know, like, I thought, this year, I, I wanted to have a, a a guest on this album, again, but um, you know, so, so I did, and uh, I really uh, picked Mike because, you know, I, r- I really dig what he does, and we, we, we've we been in touch the last couple of months with the, the pandemic and stuff, and um, he was just happy to do it, and, that's, you know, we talked about lyrics and songs, and, you know, we feel the same about different stuff, and so it was really, like, just a nice thing to have it on it, and it would it, it made sense and you know we really enjoyed collaborating together so we 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 expect him to uh, to do some more when everything goes back to some kind of normal
0: the new album were there songs that were written for that that didn't make it onto the album so there might be another one coming soon
1: oh no no everything is on it you know everything is on it and um it, it was a, it was a challenge to uh, to write all those songs and only a couple months and and them and practice them and, and get them ready for the album on time so you no know, everything is on it
0: right now that the album is out there and you're promoting it are you taking the rest from songwriting or is that going on all the time
1: uh you know I'm a, I, I, you know what I do is I write lines you know every time I have an idea a new idea I write it down and uh, and then it sits in a scratch book until I wanna you know I'm very as a, a song, so I'm a last-minute packer. Is the, the opening song for um, the album, and you know, I, I'm more that kind of person. I'll think about a song for a year before I start writing it, but I have all the ideas in my head.
0: Right, because you were saying that you you're hoping to do something with Monster Mike Welsh at some point in the future.
1: Right. So you know, my uh, if you ask me, what's my next goal after One Woman Band? I wanna I wanna promote this record, I want to tour as a one-woman band for another year, and then uh, you know, if there's a story where the first time I did that Pilgrim we are talking about earlier is I arrived in New Orleans and I went all the way to Chicago and visit all those music towns and now through my recordings I'm reproducing this travel but recording in each a big city or state that I enjoyed through my first travel. So my first record in the United States was in New Orleans. Then I made it to uh, Mississippi with uh, Mississippi Bland. And now I'm in Tennessee, Memphis, with this uh, new album, One Woman Band. And hopefully next year or in two years, I'll be uh, in Chicago, that'll be my next plan. And. I'd like to record you know who knows if by the time we can work out something at Chess Records in the in the venue in the in the studio room uh and bring a, a mobile studio or you know this Delmark uh records you know there's many things I'd like to just get to uh, to know a little better and maybe think about yeah think about uh making a record over there in Chicago with the Chicago musicians and in a chicago style you know like old r&b and um
0: but you've not done a live album yet have you
1: uh no but i mean i did uh i did a a, a couple uh live shows that were recorded but i don't think now is the time i just did three albums with that row and live feel and next year i think i'm going to work on something you know more a little bit more polished
0: right I look forward to it. I'll let you go because I know you are a busy person, but thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to do this, and uh, hopefully we will get to see you performing live in the not-too-distant future.
1: Right. I hope the same thing. Well, thanks, Kev, for having me, and I hope all goes well for you.